City. Hill City. Hill City. Welcome back. You guys have not gone anywhere, I'm sure. But um, took a little hiatus from the Hill City Kids podcast over the summertime. And so we are back. This is Hill City Kids Around podcast for September. And I am joined with the fabulous (laughs) Lauren Galloway. Hello. And we're so glad to be back with you. Thanks for sticking around and for... I'm listening again. So we're so glad to get back into the swing of things. September, kids are going back to school. And um, for some of us at this podcast, starting elementary school for the first time. Yeah, so nervous. Yay! (laughs) So if you are not aware, Lauren Galloway has two kiddos. Tell us about your children. Um, Mac, he is five and a half, and he starts kindergarten next Tuesday. Super scary for me. Um, And I have Rosie. She is turning three in October and is a pistol. (laughs) Woohoo! I have two children. I have Riley, who is starting seventh grade. We conquered our first year of middle school last year. Very exciting stuff. And Miss Lucille Francis, who is going into fourth grade. So now she's upper elementary. Um, I used to teach fifth grade. So the closer she gets oh, to yeah. that, the weirder it is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So towards the end of the podcast, we'll talk out some feelings about starting <laughs> kindergarten. Because <laughs> I know some of you guys are making that preschool to elementary school transition, um, which is so great. There's a lot of feelings. So many feelings to talk about. Yeah. Um, but also good. All right. So our purpose of this podcast is we want to give you all a heads up. Um, if you are a parent of an infant, toddler, or preschooler, what your kids are going to be exposed to and listening or learning about in our environments at Hill City during the month of September. Um, we've got a great theme for you, which is Count With Me. Mm-hmm. And Count With Me is a great theme to include the story of creation. Um, the biblical story of how God created the earth in those seven days. And it's so much fun because there is a lot of counting and counting is a great developmental thing that kids are learning and working through. And we're also going to be including some ways you can connect with them at home with what they are learning about on Sundays because our viewpoint and our whole goal and mission with Hill City Kids is to partner with you Mm -hmm. as a parent. We believe you guys are the biblical spiritual leaders of your household. And sometimes that can be overwhelming and you may not know necessarily how to have spiritual conversations with your children, especially when they're young. Um, So we want to come alongside you and inspire you, um, equip you and encourage you as a parent to know how to do that. And so we have something called the Parent Queue that you can pick up a hard copy of mm-hmm. on Sunday mornings. It's also emailed to you if you would rather use it that way. And there's also a handy dandy Parent Queue app yeah. that you can use. Um, but we just want to go over a few ways that you can connect kind of organically 
um, faith conversations with your child. And it's just basically leaning into the things you are already doing, the natural rhythm of your household um, with a morning time, a drive time, a cuddle time, and a bath time, how to use those and leverage those to engage with your child spiritually. So that's what we're going to do. Towards the end, we're also going to talk kind of like personally how um, you can parent your child some things to think about with this topic and with this theme of creation that they're going to be experiencing in September. And then we'll talk about kind of navigating the first year of kindergarten. Yeah, I'm really excited about this month because kids love to talk about all the things that God made and um, they get really excited about talking about the water and animals and ourselves. And so it's a really fun time of year to do this. So great. And it's also a great way to circle back around. Um, In previous podcasts, we talked about um, how the focus was how God made me. Mm -hmm. And that was a good time to talk about like stranger danger and boundaries with your child and helping them to establish a positive sense of self. Um, it's also a good time and talking about creation to circle back around and be talking to your child about their body parts and mm-hmm. all of that great stuff. So it's not just a one time of year conversation, but to make sure that it's a continual conversation. So it's not awkward yeah. when you start talking to your children um, about sex. <laughs> I said it quiet just in case you're listening with them in the car. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably start talking more about that with Mac as he grows through elementary school. But right now we're just focusing on like what this is called and what that's called and what its purpose is and all of that. Yeah. Good stuff. You'll definitely (laughs) be talking about it more in elementary school. (laughs) Good times. Good times. All right. So September, it's count with me and the focus is on creation. The basic truth is God made me. So there are three truths that we want your kiddos to have. Um, invested in their hearts um, before they head to elementary school. And it's God made me, God loves me, and Jesus wants to be my friend forever. So each month, all the activities and the Bible story focus is going to hit on one of those things. Um, And this month of September, the basic truth is God made me. Um, And there's so many fun activities that are in store for your kids to go along with this. Because as Lauren said, they love learning about it and talking about it. And it I think since they can see the sun and the moon and love animals are and just intrigued in all of the wonder of that, they mm-hmm. really connect with it a lot. It's not um, kind of a higher level emotional thing and like learning about love or learning about trust or obedience. It's a tangible thing because yeah. they can see the stuff that God made, mm-hmm. which makes it so fun. So um, they're going to be talking about um, the first week of September about how God made the light and dark on day one and the sky and water on day two and it was good yeah um and i love the whole and it was good yeah um because that sets up a great reminder for parents to remind their children that they are good it's easy sometimes and i'll hear people say um oh you're such a good baby or like oh it you're such a bad baby you know like if you cry a lot I'm like no like there's there's no bad babies like they're babies they do what babies do sometimes kids are easier sure to parent and have like an easy demeanor Mm -hmm. but um but they're not bad yeah um so I just love the whole phrasing of and it was good 
And yeah. it's like just a great reminder to remind our kids that God made them and they are good. Yeah. Max, sometimes he'll make a bad choice and he'll, when we talk about it later, he's like, I think this means I'm bad, mama. I'm bad. Or like he just can't separate the fact that it was a choice like a one-time thing versus himself being bad and so we talk a lot about how no you're good you made a wrong choice but we can try again next time so yeah that's so good that's a great reminder um week two um while they were with us at hill city kids it's god made the land plants and sea on day three and that's fun because it rhymes Uh (laughs) um and it was good Week three is God made the sun, moon, and stars on day four. And then week four, it's God made the birds and fish on day five and animals on day six. And it was good. So that's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, All the animal talk. And then week five, we wrap it up with God made people on day six. And then he rested on day seven. And it was very good. Um, and that's important because I feel like this is a great time to focus on why we have to have nap time. And <laughs> yes. Why we have bedtime. Mm-hmm. Um, that God is God, but he modeled for us how important rest was. And parents, <laughs> that's important for us to remember too, that we need rest and self-care. Um, so y'all, you need to be taking care of yourselves. Yeah, just some silence. Yeah. A break. Yeah, it's important. Um, But it is important to teach children, like, why we do that. Um, And God is God and modeled that for us. So if God thought it was important Mm -hmm. for us to rest, then we need a rest. Yes. Um, Plus, developmentally, man, those little toddler and preschool minds, they're growing and changing so much. Their bodies, they need rest. And so quick little parenting note, um, don't be fooled into thinking your child does not need nap time. Yeah, don't listen to them. Listen to us. You are the parent. (laughs) You decide. Um, I know that that's hard because sometimes just depending on um, personality and activity level, like motor level, every Mm -hmm. kid is made with a different motor. Um, My daughter has a very high motor. My son does not. And so nap time was not a struggle with him. Um, But with her... um, I can understand how parents like assume, oh, I think they're ready to like not nap anymore. Right. No, they need that um, Mm -hmm. just to rest their body and their mind. Um, You may not think they do. They may not think they do. But just instilling in that even quiet room time Mm -hmm. where you can't control whether or not they sleep. Mm -hmm. But setting up parameters of like staying on your bed or you may bring like three books to your bed. You may have like two stuffed animals on your bed. Um, mm-hmm. You may, you don't have to sleep, but you do have to be still and quiet. Yeah. Um, is good. And eventually, usually what happens is they fall back into having that nap time. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they don't, and that's okay. But making sure that they have that like quiet time is super important. And it's also really important for you. Yeah. As a parent, especially if you're staying at home with them to have that time. Yeah. And I would say, too, that even if it's been like three or four days of them not napping, keep going. Like give it a solid two weeks before you even consider, okay, maybe they don't want to nap right now and giving books and things like that. But really try for a long time to get them to nap. Um, Like Car said, usually it's a phase and they will go right back into sleeping during the day. 
and um and be consistent with it yes it's hard for them to fall back into it if you're running errands or going to the park like during that time to meet Mm -hmm. up with buddies try to give it a good solid effort of consistently blocking off that time to make it happen same place same time yeah and say the same things to them too like we're gonna nap now here's your water Mm -hmm. um sing your song do a book however you guys do it and just keep doing that no matter what they're saying to you or what they choose to do during that time and again you need that too yeah everyone needs some like downtime and it's good for them to not be with you yeah every waking moment like it's it's healthy for them to know that they can be away from you and that they are okay yeah they're safe yeah so highly encourage that all right some things that you guys can do at home to kind of come alongside orange who is the maker of our curriculum and where we get these great ideas um they are big believers that two combined forces going in the same direction um they call it two combined influences are greater than two influences um which means when we partner together talking about the same stuff in the same way that has a greater impact in leading your child spiritually than if we just kind of did our own thing separately when we combine together those influences it will move your kid further and greater spiritually yeah further faster further faster all right so morning time this month um when you go into your child's room you can feel free to wake them up saying good morning mac the moon (laughs) went down and the sun came up who made the sun, moon, and stars? God did. Who made you? God did. Who made everything? God made everything. Um, and I don't know about you, but I love waking my kids up with songs. <laughs> I'm sure they love it too. So fun. And my mom used to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's where I get it from. But um, on the DL, I still try to do this with my son who's in middle school. <laughs> Doesn't always go over very well. Sometimes he takes his awesomeness away. It's like, mom. But um, but those are the things he's gonna remember. True. That I think on the inside, he secretly loves. But um, here are a couple of my favorite ones. Oh boy. <laughs> to go with the theme mm-hmm. of talking about creation. So I know Matt when he goes back, he probably loves stuff like this that I do because then he has to like find cuts and put it in. <laughs> but um, thanks, Matt. Big musical fan. I love waking my kids up with, um, oh, what a beautiful morning from Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's perfect. It starts off going, there's a bright golden haze on the meadow. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear it. See, I sound just like that. I like it. The corn is as high as an elephant's eye. Right? Wow. Talking about animals and corn God made. (laughs) Right? It's perfect. It's good. I like it. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Who made the morning? God did. Perfect (laughs) intro. Right? And then here's another good one that I would wake my kids up with. Um, in the morning, little Louis Armstrong, right? You know where I'm going with this? Mm-mm. Um, I normally just do the annoying classic, 
Rise and shine and give God the glory, glory, rise and shine and give God the glory, glory, rise and shine and give God the glory, glory, children of the Lord. Love it. That's a good one. <laughs> um, this one I love because it talks about colors. Okay. Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World. Mm, yes. Okay. Right. Oh, see, this is just great. These are like calm ways to wake up. That's nice. Yeah. Trees of green. Yeah. Red roses too. I played this for Mac and he said, why does his voice sound like that, mama? For me and you. <laughs> like a frog. Aw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love um, distinct voices mm-hmm. because I'll play games in the car with the kids. Like I'll be like, all right, who sings this? Mm, yeah. And we talk about how like Led Zeppelin, very distinct voice. Yeah. ACDC, distinct voice. Prince. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. A bright, blessed day. <laughs> Seems so good. Works perfect with talking about creation. I love it. Thank you, Louis Armstrong. Little did he know, years later, he'd be using a podcast talking about God's creation. Maybe he did. I don't know. Um, so drive time, playing a counting game. So much fun. See how many trees you can count as you drive. You can also do this with certain colors. Mm-hmm. Um, say, all right, as we go to the store, let's look for things that are green mm-hmm. and kind of play I Spy with it. Um, we, I still remember doing that. It's so much fun. And see how many trees with red, orange, yellow, or green leaves you can count. Yeah. Um, maybe not in September in Virginia you're going to see that. But later on There might the be fall. some colorful birds you could see. Yeah, or flowers. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, and you can talk about how God made all the trees on day three. Um, also, with this, you can incorporate it into playtime. Mm-hmm. Um, so with my kids, we would do color walks. And there were times you would pick just like one particular color when we would go out on a walk um, in the stroller or hold on by the hand as they got older where I would say, all right, let's see if we can find things that are yellow mm-hmm. and we would walk through and specifically look for yellow houses or yellow birds yellow butterflies dandelions things like that um and then there were also times we would go like on nature walks and yeah. take a little bag with us like a paper sack mm-hmm. and if we could we would try to collect all the colors of the rainbow yeah and then we would get home and then we would kind of put them in rainbow order out on the front porch and um and that was so much fun. Yeah. I loved doing stuff like that. That's really and they fun. They love like picking up things and touching things like mm-hmm. rocks and stuff in their hands. Yeah. And flower petals. They always have stuff in their pockets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a fun thing to do. Um cuddle time this month with your child um is a good time to pray with them. Um and we can use this we always like to close out the podcast with a prayer. So we'll talk more about that at the end. Okay. Um but that's a good thing to do during cuddle time. Mm-hmm. And then bath time, oh, so much fun. Because there's so many cool, like, animal bath toys. Yeah. Um, I think it's Pottery Barn Kids mm-hmm. has these cute little zip baggies. Okay. They say baggies. They're zip bags. Okay. They're not very big. They're, like, hand size, adult hand size. And they have, like, one is titled Ballerina Party. Okay. And it's all these different animals, like a mouse, a hippo, um, I don't know what else. Um, that have little tutus on. Cute. They're so cute. Mm-hmm. And they're bath toys. So okay. like they suck up water and can squirt them out. Mm-hmm. Or um, you can just play with them 
in yeah. general without being in the bathtub. Um, and they have one that's like um, a jungle group that has like all these different mm-hmm. jungle animals. Even has a water buffalo in it. Okay. That's rare. Yeah. A water, a water buffalo. That's, yeah, that's pretty rare. <laughs> right? Um, but they're super cute. So and again, I think that's Pottery Barn Kids. But add lots of toy plastic animals to your bath time. And then name the animals and have them do the sounds. Mm-hmm. So practice your water buffalo. I don't know. I'm good at a goat. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming really? that's what a water buffalo sounds like. <laughs> Maybe Matt, when he puts this together, he could put in a water buffalo sound. So Matt, this would be the time to insert that. <laughs> I would think I'm right. Really? Mm. Where would you have heard this sound before? I don't. It's just innate in me to be able to do sounds, Lauren. Interesting. I don't know if that's a spiritual gift. Or it's a good time to play. And now it's time for Silly Songs with Laddie. The Water the Buffalo Show. Song. where Laddie comes out and sings a silly song. Did you know? A so without song. further ado, Silly Songs with Laddie. There's a Water Buffalo song from VeggieTales. The Water Buffalo Oh, no, song. I did not know that. Everybody's got a water buffalo. Yours is fast, but mine is slow. Oh, where'd we get them? I don't know. But Everybody has a water, water buffalo. buffalo. Maybe that's what they sound like. Maybe they like howl, Larry. <laughs> yes. That must be how water buffalo sounds. That sounds terrible. Maybe. It sounds like an animal is dying. Huh. Huh. That sounds more like a donkey. Okay, yeah. Kind of like a donkey. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. I don't know if that's real or not. Another tip I had for bath time was because um, it talks about like getting a sponge and cutting it. And you can definitely do that if you have sponges at home. I don't want you to like go out and buy one. But you can also just use washable markers. They oh, yeah. um, they like come off really easily in the bath. Um, or like crayons if you wanted to scrub. You could get the wax off. Scrub. <laughs> but like washable markers work great. You can draw sun. You can draw flowers. Let them oh, scribble. Oh, yeah. Have them draw. So, yeah. So you, That's good. If you didn't want to like get some sponges and cut them, you could do mm-hmm. that. And with the count with me theme, they have those um, like foam, num- yeah, foam mm-hmm. numbers, yeah, and letters. Mm-hmm. But since we're just focusing on numbers right now, yeah, um, I would have my kids like stick them around the sides of the bathtub mm-hmm. and see if they could get on the number order, or right. if they could just recognize like what number is this, right? And you can do the colors with that too, because I think so they're good. different colors. Cool. Yeah. Bath time is fun. It's the best. Let's make it fun, parents. And they're contained. They can't run away from you. But do not leave them unattended. (laughs) Did you know that you can drown in one inch of water? Yeah, but that's like how most most children, that's the highest child mortality rate. Yes. Is from bath. Bath time, yeah. So don't leave. Mm -hmm. If you get a phone call, that's okay. Get it later. Yeah. Make, make Lauren and I choice. are both sixes on the Enneagram. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell. So that is your tip. Your safety tip. Safety. If this is where we would insert the song, safety dance. Okay. S, 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 A, 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 A. Right? Boom, 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 boom. I just love that we both knew the same statistic. Yeah. Because, I mean, easy to forget. Yeah. Yeah. Super important. Don't leave those children unattended in the bathtub. All right, so those are great ways to connect with your child on the same this month at home. Um, and again, it's so important to do that. We don't want kids to have an isolated faith where they think talking about the Lord or praying just happens on Sunday. Right. Um, it needs to be a fluid thing. 
And parents, that goes for you too. Like faith is fluid. It's not stagnant. It's not contained to just one day of the week or just inside the walls of the church. We are the church, which is awesome. When um, Christ gave his life for us, that was one reason why um, when he died on the cross and that temple curtain was ripped, Mm. it was like, hey, he came out. We don't have to be (laughs) confined just to going to a temple to meet with God. We physically are the body of the church. Um, Yeah. So the more you talk about faith related things with your kids during the week, the more they realize, oh, like this is something that affects my life. Yeah. Not and it, just. It just gets woven in. It's just who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So great. All right. Fun stuff. So Lauren, mm-hmm. how, when you're talking about your kids, like about how God made them, what are some some specific things that you guys do to instill like a good body image or self-confidence in your kids? Yeah, something we've, I think we've talked about it on here before was we do naked runs before the bath. Love naked runs. Yeah, and my um, daughter, Rosie, she loves to look at herself in the mirror. And so she um, will talk about like, God made your nose, God made your shoulders, God made you um, tall, God made you <clears throat> able to dance, you know, different things like that, because she really does love to dance. So that's one thing we talk about. Um, another thing we talk about is, um, how God made you so smart. Like when mm-hmm. when Max says something really smart that I maybe didn't realize he got or didn't know he knew, I, I will say not just, you're so smart. I'll say, God made you so smart. Um, and I'll ask them like, who made you so sweet? Or who made you so funny? Because God didn't just make your body. He made your personality and your brain. And um, so we talk about that a lot too. That's so good. Yeah. What about... Um- are there any things that you and Jared try to make sure you do to reiterate that? Yeah. So something that it talks about on the back of the parent cue is about talk when you talk about your body, um, how just like being careful with like the phrases that you use. And I really connected with it because it says in the second sentence, adults would consistently make jokes about my size. They referred to me as a string bean and said I was nothing but skin and bones. Um, And Mac is really thin. Like you can see his bones. Um, And so that might be like a natural thing that strangers might say like, oh my goodness, do you feed him? Stuff like that. And they're not doing that to be harmful. Um, they're just commenting on what they see and that's a natural thing that people do. So what we do talk about is that God made us strong. So we focus a lot on muscles. We focus on how when we eat lots of good food that we grow. Um, Jared and I don't talk about our own weights, our own like body struggles. Like I never am looking in the mirror and saying like, Ugh, my fat belly or like oh I've got cellulite we never talk about That's that so stuff good. we also don't talk about dieting like which is something that Jared and I do on and off to like manage our health and to watch our weight and our clothes are too tight now we need to like watch what we're eating it's just something you have to do as an adult and um, we don't talk about that with them like I don't explain to them why I'm eating a salad with chicken on it instead of like a chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-a I just say mama wanted a salad today it looks yummy too to me mm-hmm. um, so that they're not overly focused on food. They're not overly focused on what their body looks like. Um, we don't comment on other people's bodies when we go out That's and about. That's so good. Um, right. If, if Mac has a question about someone, because um, maybe he's never seen someone walk with a cane before or he's never um, heard someone make a sound, like if, you know, they, they don't talk 
like we talk, they talk differently. Right. Um, I told him that he can come ask me quietly, but we don't ever just say anything out loud. Like, oh, why is he walking with a cane? Like that's not, we don't talk about what other people look like or their bodies or what they need to get around. That's so good. Um, I think that's super important because they, they are observing things all the time and it's natural because part of, um, brain development is being able to sort, right? Like what's Mm -hmm. alike, what's different, what's similar. Um, So that is like a natural thing that they start doing is comparing things. Yes. Um, But like letting them know that God made all sorts of bodies, Mm -hmm. right? From skin color um, and shades. Hair is a big thing. To um, um, large and small, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think having a nat- having a good, healthy way to talk about that is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and like not using the word fat, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, um, it's you know, this is just bigger. Like that's just, it's thicker. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't ever want my kids to have like a negative connotation or know that as like a, a mm-hmm. negative word. Um, it happens anyway. Sure. Like we did the same thing just being out and about in culture well and then yeah just peers too Mm -hmm. because homes are different for everyone and I can't control you know the words that my kids hear when I'm not around Mm -hmm. um and so that has come up and I'm always like quick to nip it in the bud of Mm -hmm. like no like you are healthy like that that's a healthy size Mm -hmm. like that is not being fat and everybody has fat Yes. Everybody. You need fat. You need to eat it. Yep. Too. For your brain. Totally. Um, So yeah, being super conscious of that. And um, it takes a conscious effort Mm -hmm. to watch that. But kids pick up on it so Mm -hmm. quickly. And having a middle school boy, you know, who is like a a thinner frame, Mm -hmm. um, making sure that like we continue to say like it. It doesn't matter. You may have to work harder, mm-hmm. you know, um, to like make the team or to hit the ball right. farther. Um, but and like in finding uh, my son plays baseball. So like finding athletes that are smaller frames that are mighty, mm-hmm. you know, and like saying, look, like he's not as, you know, thick or big as like this other player, but he has an amazing like batting percentage, mm-hmm. you know, like. You just, you just have to hit it hard. Like it's, let's focus on eating the healthy things, right. you know, so you have the energy to do that, mm-hmm. um, but not the size yeah. of the person. Something that the, um, I don't know who sponsored it, but it's like they have a photo of female and male um, Olympic athletes that all weigh the same. That's cool. And their bodies look so different. So if you do have a child who's especially curious and like wants to to see these things, maybe an older preschooler, mm-hmm. you could show them like, look, these people all weigh the same number on the scale and look at how different their bodies are. Like, yeah. And look at how beautiful. They're all strong. They're Olympic athletes, mm-hmm. top of the world athletes. And so that could be something that you could talk about together um, if they're super curious about yeah. it. So good. And I feel like, thankfully, um, our world is becoming more in tune with that. Yeah. Um, There's still, you know, ads where I'm like, why are they showing that person? But Mm -hmm. I feel like, in general, Mm -hmm. we're moving in a better 
direction of being more like body conscious in a healthy way. Agree. Where there's a variety of people represented. Yeah. And like not so much photoshopping, like mm-hmm. women have cellulite. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it does start with us as parents. Sure. Like the trickle down effect is real. Yeah. So if you can take the initiative to be, um, conscious with your kids with how you talk about yourself Mm -hmm. and one another and watch the like the sarcastic playful Mm -hmm. because one children don't get sarcasm until like around fifth grade or middle school (laughs) and even then they dish it but they can't take it yeah so watch the sarcasm with stuff like that especially with bodies Mm -hmm. because that stuff stays with you and it gets filed away yeah Okay. Um, One thing. So, in talking about like cuddle time, and um, and oh, but first we have a great little song. Okay. So, oh, our song of the month. Yeah. So each month, um, in the park in the treehouse, garden too. The garden they play it. um, Okay. But I don't. They don't sing it. It's more about just like they're focusing on shaking the shakers. Like that's so fun. They can't multitask. But yeah, um, well, there's a song of the month that is so precious and good, and this is the one for September. Um, so I think it's called All Good. In the beginning, God made everything, everything. In the beginning. I love it. Um, also, this can be found from the Orange Store. Mm-hmm. If you want to purchase it, the whole album is called All Good. Mm-hmm. It has like a little monkey on it. Yeah. This is the main song from it and the one they're going to be having in September. But the album is called All Good. And it's great. Yeah. And if your treehouse kiddo wants to watch the video, because they get to do dance moves, um, you can probably find it on YouTube. We've been able to find it on YouTube at home. Yeah. So they can do the moves at home, too. So good. Yeah. And on that note, that also helps drive time. That's Mm. like an added bonus. Yeah. Having these um, CDs in your car, listening to it on the way to preschool, when you're going around town. Um, It's just great to use to put some positive treasures in their hearts tucked yeah. away before you drop them off at preschool or yeah. for daycare. I don't know about you, but I remember all the songs that we sang in Sunday school. And so if these are the kinds of songs that you can sing that are not super annoying and they don't like bring up bad memories for you because oh, they're all new, you know, like, yeah. um, and the rock went splat. Um, but yeah. What, what did you just say? And the rock went splat. Oh, it's not the rock. The house went splat. But who's the guy who built his house on the sand? The fool. The foolish oh, man yeah. built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. Anyway, this song is way better than that. And they will remember it for their whole life. Yeah. So, highly encouraged. Orangestore.com. <laughs> All good. We're not getting any paid endorsements. Um, but it's good stuff and they've got other great cds that are on there yancy mm, yes love her her um, music is also great mm-hmm. i keep saying cds y'all we're all okay. download this stuff <laughs> put it on your phone have it on spotify if you have 
that capability to play it in your car. Yeah, I don't have that yet. <laughs> My car is old school. I <laughs> these driving around town. But um, but if you can Bluetooth. Yeah. Then Spotify that bad boy. Mm-hmm. That's too. Because Orange Kids music. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. On Spotify. Yeah. Orange Kids is great. I know if you have like an Alexa. Mm-hmm. Hey Alexa. Play all good. We both love children's literature. Oh, yeah. Love books. And side note, Malcolm Gladwell, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with him, he wrote a book called Tipping Point. Yes. Okay. So in doing the research for Tipping Point, and basically Tipping Point is about how much it takes for something to be become popular or for something to have an effect. Yeah. So it could be good or bad. Yes. Yeah. And one thing they realized while doing the research was about books that the more books a child had in his or her home, mm-hmm. the better reader they were. Yeah. Not necessarily how much they were read to, um, but just simply by having access to more books mm-hmm. made them a better reader. So get those books. Make your kids have a nap time. <laughs> Don't leave them unattended in the bathtub. <laughs> and buy your children books. Or just, like, go to the library and take a ton home with you if you, like, don't have the ability to buy them. Because I know that books are expensive. So, yeah. yeah. Then maybe go without a Starbucks Frappuccino and buy a, a board book. Good point. Just saying. All right. So there's some good ones. Yes. My favorite right now that I just <laughs> learned about is called Never Feed a Yeti Spaghetti. Oh, my gosh. It's so cute. It's a little board book. And it has, like, white felt teeth around and so you open it up and then it's like and never feed a llama this never feed away all this but um the animals that they use are super cute and each of them have their mouths wide open with like the little felt teeth so it's just fun to look at and to play Mm -hmm. it's super engaging as a kid and fun to read as an adult love it very important and then both my kids loved goodnight gorilla so cute that sneaky little gorilla getting the zookeeper's keys letting the animals out Mm -hmm. so fun Goes through a bunch of different animals. Um, it's a great way to ask your kids animal sounds. And then Brown Bear, Brown Bear yeah. by Eric Carvel. Oh, it's a my classic. I love this book. We read that one so much I had it memorized. Mm-hmm. And so when my son was in his car seat, if he started crying, and this was like as an infant, and I couldn't, you know, because like eventually you can't get the passy in, right? Because yeah. it's behind you. You're trying hard. And it's like, I mean, they're going to get in an accident or. Yeah. I just have to move on. I would start reciting Brown Bear, Brown Bear by memory, and he would stop crying. It's magic. Right. Yeah. But that's a good one to do animal sounds with, too. I would always stop and say, what does a bear say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So great stuff. Do you have some favorite animal books, Lauren? Yeah. And I wanted to give a quick parent tip for Goodnight Gorilla. Ding, 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 ding. Which you may have already noticed, but I know a lot of people have not. So nice. I wanted to tell you. The balloon is in every single picture, and it what? And it moves throughout the book. So if you're tired of reading Goodnight Gorilla, and there's a lot of blank pages where you're gonna like talk to your kids about what's happening in yeah, the picture. There's no words, right? So um, if you're bored because you've read it one million times, but your child loves it, look for the balloon. 
and see if they can find the balloon. It's on every single page. Even when the gorilla sneaks in the zookeeper's bedroom? Yes. <gasps> and there's one page where you can only see the string. So like, yeah, little tip for it that Makes book. me want to go get Good Night Gorilla out of my attic. Yeah, I can bring it to you. It's in Rosie's room. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's my tip for that book. Um, we especially love, um, Rosie loves Olivia. Olivia. Yeah. And she connects with Olivia because Olivia wears, She's a spunky pig. wears her mother out. And that's the truth. Um, so we love Olivia. And she also really loves Gossie. Oh, the goose. Yeah, Gossie the goose in her red boots. Aww. Yeah. So we love that one. And then Mac really loved, um, he doesn't love it as much anymore because he's older, but um, Llama Llama. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. And then um, he especially loves now, so older preschooler kids, Mother Bruce. Instead of Mother Goose. I did not know Mother Bruce. These books are hilarious, y'all. It's about, um, it's like, it says Mother Goose, but Goose is crossed out. And it says Bruce, and it's about a black bear who inherits. Bruce? Bruce. And he inherits some goslings. He, like, tries to eat them, but then they hatch. That's awesome. And then because they, you know, that ducks imprint so quickly, um, or I guess any type of bird imprints quickly, they think that he's their mom. And it's. That's cute. So funny. But there's a few of them. There's like a bunch of different ones. Mother Bruce. That makes me think of the um, the Farmer Brown books. Yeah. With the cows uh-huh. that like try to take over the farm. I don't remember that one. There's Click Clack Moo. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Uh-huh. Those are funny. Yeah. Or Duck on a Bike. Oh. Yeah. That's a funny oh, one too. He like, he rides a bike and then encourages all the other farm animals to ride a bike. But like all the animals have their own personality. Like That's the cute. like the horse is very uppity and thinks he's the coolest and, um, yeah, it's funny. So fun. Mm-hmm. So read up those books on cuddle time. Yeah. Well, it's been nice to get back into the swing of the podcast. Love it. So much fun. We're gonna close it out with our cuddle time prayer this month and praying over you guys as parents. Dear God, thank you for making our children. We're so glad you gave them to us. So. We get to be their dad or their mom. And thank you for making this amazing world for us to live in. Um, Some of our favorite things you made. Um, And you are so good. And we love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you, parents. Thanks so much for listening. And um, we'll see you next month. In the beginning, God made everything. Everything. In the beginning, God made everything.